Hey, 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 hey. Hey What's now, everybody? everyone. Welcome to In Girl Chat Sports with, <laughs> with Mo and Mal. You know, we're... Always have a little technical issue to start with, it seems like, these days. But we're all used to it. I mean, this is the virtual world we're living in at the moment. So Indeed. welcome to Girl Chat Sports. West Coast Wednesdays are back in effect. I see you repping your team tonight. They're currently playing, right? Oh, yeah. It's preseason. Okay. So yeah. we just got A.B. and LeBron making their little debut tonight. Actually, oh. Kyle Kuzma is the only one that's a top earner right now. But I think there was a play that just happened where we're seeing the dynamic duo of AB and LeBron doing some things and not to mention they also have uh Dennis Schroeder starting as point guard tonight too, oh really so. well mm -hmm. and I'm here's the deal what's up to Tasha checking hey, in Tasha. appreciate you um I have yet to really I turned the Laker game on because I saw it because it was happening it actually started right after they had the Sean Kemp and Gary Payton special about their duo they had it on NBA TV which was pretty awesome to watch um, but I haven't watched much NBA yet. I kind of forgot. I mean, I know it's already mid-December. We should have basketball by now anyway, but I didn't really think about it. And so I keep hearing people talk about basketball. And I'm like, dang it. I got to start tuning in. I mean, it's preseason right now. So this is, I know. we're just looking but at even what, just to, so you know, you have another week to watch. Playing, I mean, you, know. you have another week to watch. You're Seahawks mode right now. And I get it. A lot of people yeah. are still NFL mode. Basketball is going to be there. I have a fantasy league, so I have to stay on top of it. What's up, Jose? What's up, Zay? Um, I have to stay on top of it because now I'm in this basketball fantasy Oh, league. so you are doing basketball fantasy. I've got a league Ooh, going. A whole league? I'm in you the fantasy. With the, I'm in the, I didn't start oh. it. I'm, I got oh, invited. Okay. So I'm going to try this out and see what it, it does. But, yeah, I'm in this cool. league. And, I mean, I, I – I did the draft Sunday night. I'm kind of excited about my picks. I like my little starting lineup of who I got. And we'll just see oh, if they bring me points God. because every day I got to check in with these games. It's going to be a lot of work, but it'll be my first experience. I, I, I'm well, good luck with it. that. All I can suggest from doing it one year is if you can, when there's back-to-back -back days, just try and set your league or your team so that it can play for a couple of days and not have any hard issues. You know well, what I, mean? I think I was looking at that as that part, to your point, um, uh -huh. when I was strategizing. But um, right now, as the schedule looks, I only have the Lakers game as the opening game gotcha. for my lineup. But the guy I'm playing has AD, and I have Montrez Harrell. So I don't know if I should you know, go off of the two because they both in that same position. So basically it's like when AD rests and Montreal comes in because he's second. Well, as preseason starts, he's second. He's on the bench Got right you. now. He's coming in the second. Got you. So we'll see. Otherwise, I, if there's another game that day, I'm going to replace him with another player that I have. Okay. But we'll see. It, like I said, it's. Things, it can be you know? it can be interesting. It can be interesting. Um, it always is. It always is. And <laughs> uh, guys, if you notice, I'm wearing one of the new fabulous Girl Chat Sports beanies. Get yours. Which I also put here. There's a gray one, a red one. She put the colors up there. I'm rocking the yeah. blue. Blue and then is there's nice. Black, of and there's course. Like, always a, a good black go one, too, which I have, too. Yeah. That's a good go-to. So, you guys, cash up, Melissa. Put your cash up, Melissa, real quickly. To show everybody um, where they can send the money to make payments, um, it's twenty five dollars yeah. for the beanie because there's twenty for the beanie, five dollars. Well, it's for twenty. It's fifteen for the beanie. Oh, is it fifteen for the beanie? Oh, the I've been taxing people twenty five. See, now you're messing up my. No, whole the, hats were, the, the hats were the hats were twenty five. Well, but here's the, the deal. Were, 
Yeah. People were willing to pay the $25. Oh, okay. effed up okay. our church's money. So never mind. <laughs> $15 for the beanie, $5 for the shipping. I had people down for the $25. She messed up my church's money. So, so we're going to roll with the Well, 15. here's the deal. Your people always call you during the podcast, so they're not watching it anyways. They're not going to now. But they've been texting me, and I've been giving them prices of $25. Okay. Well, and that's what we roll it with. But now it's too late. So now we we'll, we have a – it's a sales bonanza. Sales. How about that? It's a we sales promo sale right now. On. We are promoting the beanies. They're normally $25. We're promoting the beanies for $15 yes. right now. Yes, exactly. It's a pre-Christmas sale. Try okay. and get yours that's, now before That's Christmas. the only way. That's yes. the only way. Because on new, January 1st, they're going to go up. How about that? The price will go to twenty five dollars. Just, yes. just so y'all know, get it in while you can. Thank you, Melissa, because girl, she'll mess up that church's money. No, we always have to. I'm the salesperson, right? So, we yeah, I'm not the salesperson. Say, exactly. And so you're 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 going Nordstrom to rack price now. So let's do the I Nordstrom price. Rack. I love my rack. Come yeah, on, now. shout out to the rack too. Yeah, rack's great. Yeah, um, but also, I wanted to say a quick shout out to our guy Nate out in Seattle, my homeboy Nate. Um, from Hood, uh, Hood, what do, why can't I think of it offhand? Um, Hood Lobby, Hood, no. Hood Hobbies, Hobbies. No. Hood Hobbies. Hobbies, yes. Hobbies, yeah, we, Hood Hobbies. We, we won our, I don't have it up here, I think it's our, Cle our uh, LeBron James, you know, figurine. And today in the mail, he sent us both a little care package. I like that. Of course, you know who get what here, because we know who we rep. And what I didn't notice inside the bag, because you know, I was like, oh, cool bag, put it on, was trying uploading the zippers, gonna put some stuff in. And lo and behold, look what's inside. Game cards, player cards. Steve Largen for me and Marcus, Marcus Allen, Allen for me. And for I'm gonna you. and I'm going to be taking that so nice. And they've already been rated by professional sports collectors. So these are legit. This is what great. year cards are those? Um, yours is an 84. Take it. Okay, and mine's an eighty-eight. All right, and they're legit. They're they're awesome. I mean, so they're totally nice. legitimate. Like yeah. I love it. Like and yeah, and we and make sure you check out his videos. He always posts good stuff. He always has all the sports cards. Is there anything memorabilia-wise that you want for a loved one? It's the holidays. Favorite sports teams. Favorite um, figurines. You know, it's got the cards. Everything. Make sure you check him out. He gives away free stuff too. Like someone won a. Tyler Lockett uh, card the other day. We won the Cle the LeBron James figurine, so um, we appreciate it. There, hoodie, hood, hobby, two oh six. There we go. Thank, Thank you, you so Nate. much, Nate. That was so dope of you to think. That was of amazing. That. It was and that was incredible, fun. and it's such a good look. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It brother. was like the, it was like the beginning of Christmas. You know, we're starting. Christmas to get... came early with that Marcus Allen card. I am going to be the envy of all my Raider Nation friends, <laughs> along with my Bo Jackson throwback, like my Mitchell and Nestor Jackson jersey. Y'all can't touch me. Sorry, y'all just can't. So there you go. I there, love it. There you go. There Hopefully you go. I get to meet Marcus Allen and have him sign it. That would be yeah. wicked, too. That yeah, would, that would boost the, that the, price up a lot. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it will yeah. boost that price. You could open that, crack that open, have them sign it, crack it back in. Yeah, put it back in the seal. I want to do a yeah. frame with the jerseys and then have, like, yeah, that would be dope. That would be good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, welcome back to the show. We actually have um, great guests on today. 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about sports towards the end of the show, but we definitely wanted to get our guests on. I know we have for sure one of the two, um, but we'll get them if they both come on. Great, if not, um, that's fine as well. We wanted to talk with them and kind of get a feeling more of what's happening in the community about the the kids out here, the youth sports. Um, it's a nonprofit um, that we're excited to talk with the Greater Youth Sports Association. They basically do a lot of work in helping getting. Um, youth, at-risk youth into after-school sports, getting them, you know, busy. We all know it's been crazy with the pandemic just for us. I can't imagine to be a child. I was having this conversation earlier today about being a kid, not having to go to school, not having sports to play, being stuck with your parents in the house all day because they're some most likely home as well or maybe working, you know, from home. Could you imagine? You know, these kids these days don't know how to play out, outdoors like we did. We would play outdoors no matter what, but these kids are used to playing games and stuff inside, then mm -hmm. they're not leaving the house all right. day long. You're not being physically active and how does that impact your mental health and everything else? Right. So, um, let's just get her. Uh, they we'll did a ball her. drive this past Saturday, correct? They we'll did get a ball her drive where they that. donated like any like sports supplies yeah. and that kind of thing. So I'm curious to see how that turnout went. Yes, um, hang on, let me get her on real quick. Welcome to the show, hello, hello. Hello. So excited to be here with you ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, we know Devonte may or may not came in and that's great. We, we, we're all about girl power here anyway. So, <laughs> but I definitely, um, why don't you give us and our listeners um, an understanding of kind of how, you know, the, uh, the nonprofit greater sports, uh, greater youth sports association kind of came into fruition. I, I think you guys started fairly recently too. Am I correct? Yeah, so we kicked off pilot programming in 2017. Um, okay. And it happened, it was like just so organic how it happened. So Devante was actually um, a PE teacher at the time. And he was kind of the teacher that like when a kid would get in trouble, they'd be like, go see coach, go, go talk to coach. So he kind of became that person that was talking to the kids. Um, and there was one kid in particular that like, every week was up in the front office and Devonte's like dude why like why are you always up here what's going on and he was just saying and, and keep in mind he worked at an elementary school so this is first through fifth grade and this kid was fifth grader and was saying i just hate school i hate being here i don't there's nothing that interests me here i just don't want to be here and so Devonte just kind of dug a little deeper well, what could we do to get you, you know, to behave at school, to get you interested? Um, and the kid was like, well, I like to play soccer. So Devante was like, okay, if I throw a soccer camp for you, will you come? Will you be good? You have to be good the whole week. Now you can't get in trouble. You can't be in the office. So that was kind of where it started. And so he came to me and was like, hey, let's, can you put together a flyer? I'm going to just do a, a soccer camp at my school. So that was like a week of handing out flyers and over a hundred kids showed up to that. Oh and, and what God. we realized, it, it was just so crazy because we realized half these kids, you know, that are in fourth, fifth grade are saying like, Oh, I've never played a sport before outside of what they did in PE, or I've never had a ball before. Like it was just things like that, that when we heard that we were like, okay, there's something here that we need to fix. You know, there's a problem. 
And, and even within school, you know, the schools really try to get those kids active, but I mean, PE, it's like they're getting PE for how many minutes a day and then right. they're sitting down, you know, it's just not enough physical activity. And then at the end of the day, they're going home. And, and it's like you said earlier, Mel, they don't play outside the way we used to, you know, mm -hmm. it's so much easier to go inside these days and sit down and turn on the TV or put on a video game or watch YouTube that they just don't want to go outside and play or they don't even know how to do that. So um, that was kind of where we started. And so our, our pilot program then started, we were in three schools. Um, by the next year, we were, I think, up to 10. And now wow. this year we're, we're in 21 schools. So nice. wow, very good. That's it's, a lot. Fast, but the need is there. I mean, it's just, it's there. These kids need this and, and we're, we're going to be that solution so that we call ourselves the school sports solution. So, yeah, I yeah, saw that. And perfect. I want to touch on that because you guys had different bullet points as to what that meant and what that mm -hmm. entailed. Mm -hmm. So it was like a lot, lack of parent engagements. It was things of disciplinary problems. It was just all these different factors. Now with COVID going on, how is that playing into your, your foundation right now? Yeah, so that I mean, again, like you, you ladies were saying earlier, it's like one thing to deal with COVID as an adult. And then another thing like for these kids that are now, like you said, stuck at home, um, without a lot of opportunity. And so our program works with primarily low income um, children. So most of the schools we serve are Title One. Um, and if you look at youth sports today, even the opportunities that maybe are still available through COVID, they're pretty expensive. So it's not like most of these kids can just go out and, and hire, you know, a, a private trainer or, or go right. on a club team because it's, it's expensive. And that's talking like the AAU teams, the select teams. These are all, I mean, I've seen, there are friends of mine that are parents of these kind of, of these kids that are going to those kind of camps and God bless their hearts. But they, they always are complaining about how much they're shelling out for uniforms, trips, the games, you know, buying tickets just to go see their child play. They got to pay an entrance fee. Like those right. are all things you don't think about accumulate. And then God forbid you have more than one child. <laughs> and that's, Thing, right it's like you can only have one because if right. you've got three kids in sports it's like that's that's rough um so through covid we kind of were looking at okay how can we still be there for our kids because we didn't want to just say okay we're closing up shop until this ends because first of all who knows when that will be um but also even if it you know even if it is over by the summer we can't just tell our kids, Hey, hold on. Um, so, so we've done a couple things. So the ball drive that you mentioned, Mo, um, that was, we just had that last Saturday. Um, and it was awesome. We, we right. collected over, I think 200 new balls. Um, we got cleats, we got, um, shin guards, uh, right. we got a, a soccer net, um, and so that's something that we're just working on right now, pushing that back into low income communities so that these kids have a ball and are motivated to go outside and play. Well, let's clarify that, because part of your guys nonprofit is providing the gear like you're providing balls like you're not saying, hey, after school, we're just going to set up a time on the field where you guys can go play. We're giving you a ball, too, so that you can take this 
home with you. You can do it at the house. You can do it at the park with some other friends later on, but you're giving them. Cause usually like, I know when I grew up at practice, I mean, we had balls, but you go to practice, you play and then you're leaving, but those balls are at the gym. Those balls stay on the field. Those right. balls stay with the coach. They're not coming home with the kids that they can try and, you know, work on their practice at home. And especially these days when you have so much time at home that you could be playing outdoors. Like that's just like the perfect solution. So it's right. great and that the drive is able to do that. Right. And, and that was when we were kind of thinking, okay, how do we still engage the kids? That was the number one thing. Okay. They're not going to be at school. So how do we get them the equipment? So what we came up with, we call it the ball and a plan program. And so that kicks off in January. Um, and every kid that's enrolled, um, we're actually doing three seasons. So soccer, football, and basketball. Um, we're starting with soccer because that season actually got cut short because of COVID. So we're starting there. Um, and every kid that's enrolled is going to get their own soccer ball. And then we got um, an awesome coach, Coach Hugo, shout out to him. He um, did all of our virtual training. So the kids will have get to go online every week and learn some, some soccer skills and then have the ball in their hand nice. so that they can go, go work on their own, go work with their parents. You know, we really do try to get parents and family members, siblings involved because anything we can do to get people and, and I'm saying people, you know, kids, but people yeah. too active right mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. the better. So yeah, it's, it's, um, it's been a lot um, to take on, but we're so excited for this to kick off and to see these kids faces when they get their brand new soccer ball, it's going to be all worth it. That's nice. I love it. And you guys had a lights player show up for your ball drive too, correct? Um, or did we, you not? He, no, they didn't, but you know what the lights actually did for us for that? They actually donated two tickets to every donor that showed up. Nice. So, Very nice. Isn't that and awesome? We love our lights. We love our lights. We do, we do love our they're, lights. Yeah. They're amazing. And and I'm going to scoot over here. <laughs> I see somebody. Gonna, the thing is I'm moving. It looks like Devontae's <laughs> coming in, making his entrance. <laughs> making a grand entrance. Making a like, grand entrance. entrance. I love it. Hey, what's up, Devante? What's going on? How's it going? What's up? Oh, How are no. you? Hey, hey, girl hey, hey. What's up? We are so honored to have you on. And as Annalise was explaining, this is such an important foundation that we need in this community. And you guys have done in a in just a span of two years amazing work involving over a dozen schools. Um, that you guys are contracted with right now. Um, tell me how your passion is for this. Like what, what's going to, what's the end game and what do you see the future of this going to all the schools in the district or what, what do you guys have as far as a good goal set for this program? Man, I, am the, yeah, <laughs> I love this question. Um, it just hits right up my alley. No. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, I, I say that because I'm like, you know, we do a lot of disc assessments and stuff like that. So we're always trying to see how we can get better and everything like that. And I'm just like the the go person. I'm the battery. You know, I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I dream huge. You know what I'm saying? I, I never try to dream small. So when we say how far do we want to go? Well, our goal is to go to impact 100,000 students every single day through our program, throughout the nation. Um, nice. So looking, looking here in Las Vegas, uh, CCSD is the fifth largest school district in the nation. Right. You know, uh, we're looking at around, it's like a, over 135 
Title One elementary schools in Las Vegas wow. alone. Wow. You know, so when we're talking about how many schools we want to real truly impact, it's really just there's a lot of schools that we can really go for. Um, I would say our goal for this next year is to get around 32 schools with our actual school support solution program. So it's kind of just taking it step by step. That's just how we've been doing it. And um, it, we're very fortunate now to be able to like collaborate a lot more with other people. So we got a lot of things in the work to be able to hit a lot more schools um, uh, as the years kind of go by now. It's kind of getting a little bit better with that. But first it was just like boots to the ground, kind of just trying to get those contacts with the schools. Nice, right. very nice. Well, and right excellent. now, most of the schools are from home. So you're doing the virtual training that's allowed the kids to kind of do the participation and get kind of active. Now, if and when schools reopen, now does that, I don't know how numbers were affected when they closed down as far as what schools are working with the program or what, you know, what you've been in touch with as far as if schools do open up. I know today CCSD had a, had a, um, an announcement that they were going to be looking and trying to make a decision sometime in mid-January on if there would be an opening in February. And how would that impact the kids? Is the program usually an after-school thing? Is this something that's kind of shared along with maybe like a safe key? Or how do, how do these kids, you know, get to be able to find the programs and work within the programs and stuff? Um, yeah, so we we partner with the elementary schools and um, you kind of told them my backstory, like as a teacher. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so... So when we first started, like, I kind of saw the need, like, yeah, our school had safe key and everything. And, and that's an amazing program. But a lot of the things that I was seeing is these students didn't have the sports opportunities as right. well. And like structured and like having like coaches there, because that really meant a lot for me in my life growing up. It was having a coach to really be like, look, you need to do X, Y and Z. And then so that's kind of why I was like, yo, we got to provide that opportunity because a lot of these kids we found out from my school. And then I reached out to a few schools nearby and they didn't have anything either. And I was like, oh, we got to go. We got to go now. Right. You know, so that's kind of how it's been growing. Um, but to answer your question this year, we we made the decision back in, I would say, like May, like a hard decision. Like, hey, we're going to uh, do this bomb plan program for the full year. So it doesn't matter if the kids come back to school. It's not uh, we're not going to rush into it and start a okay. league and start normal operations again because it is a pandemic and we do want to make sure like the students are safe, number one, right. you know, so us being able to pivot and truly take all the lessons, the social emotional lessons, the character development, the sports uh, skills instruction, like all that stuff and put it into a virtual format was like huge because no matter what, they're still going to get the huge lessons that we want them to get. And then with the ball plan, ball and plan program, they actually get a physical like they get a physical ball inside their hand. So now they can actually stay there, you know, and, and solve that need of just having, not having the equipment. Nice. That's amazing. Man. That is great. Well, so who's facilitating these, like any of the virtual, sorry, Bill, who's facilitating no. any of the virtual like training sessions and classes that you guys are providing for the kids? I know um, you mentioned the one for the soccer player, but for football and then say basketball, who's running the clinics if they're going to be doing that? Um, yeah, well, for the other sports, we're still um, getting those people put into place. Um, so yeah, we have Coach Hugo for soccer. Um, we actually, for one of our character workshops for the soccer portion, we have um, the UNLV women's soccer team. Is, um, 
they're getting on to talk with the kids. Um, we, of course, have Coach Woodson getting on to give them some of the social emotional lessons. Um, so he'll be doing that. Um, yeah, we have the UNLV soccer team for soccer and then also the Las Vegas Lights with um, with uh, Tommy Olsen. So yes. he's going to be actually coming in. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be Mayor Cashman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then with football and basketball, we have I have a lot of connections. So it's just really finding the right person to do it because they are doing like on the camera kind of thing. So it's like making that transition. So, um, yeah. Well, they now want to I shout out the candidate race of what kind of candidates you're looking for. We may have <laughs> listeners that may report. Yeah, they may have for sure. Like, yeah, if you guys know any, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basketball coaches, um, football coaches. Um, I already have a football coach in mind, but if you guys know anybody just, you know, that are good with kids and just a staple in the community, that's kind of who we like to attract to, mm -hmm. to bring in front of the kids. You know, um, it's all about the exposure for us. You know, that's why we do our character workshops. It's literally for the exposure, you know, to to bring that into their environment, to see something else so they can know what to shoot for. You know, and that, that's very huge for us. Well, and let's bring it back to not just the sports aspects. I know I played in sports growing up and yeah, we know it keeps you in shape. and know it gives you something to do. It keeps you out of trouble. Oh, I, I played basketball and softball. Softball, oh, we won't get into it, but yeah. <laughs> just in high school, I wasn't, I, I was going to be a Husky since I was like a, a kid and I wasn't playing D1 sports. Oh, so. no. <laughs> but, I got a gut. No. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Go Cougs. Yes. Oh my God, that yes. is so funny. Oh, <laughs> connection's falling. I don't know what's going no. on. I noticed on your guys' website, it said Nevada and Washington. And I was like, wait, yeah. why Washington? I go, I, I got to know more. So tell us about who are you? You went to school, obviously, at Wazoo, or are you guys yeah, from uh, Washington too? or? Yeah, Wazoo alum over here. And then I, I was actually uh, raised in Vancouver. So, um, in Canada or Washington? And in, in Washington, yeah, okay. yeah, in Washington, yeah. yeah so, um, that's kind of where I just grew up, and that's why we're we expanded it there too. So, perfect. Yeah. No, that's awesome. See, I, ASU. I'm a Sun Devil. ASU. Oh. You're coming for Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You got to. Well, at least we're in a Pac-12 family here, you right? Know? Exactly. So, yeah. We can settle for that. I actually had my Washington shirt on because I'm so mad that we got jinxed out of the Pac-12 championship because of COVID. It just made me mad. We're so uh. And we're not. And then we didn't have an apple we cup didn't this have year. Like, an apple cup, yeah. You know, <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about was, you know, we always know about ways for adults and how to take care of your mental health and how adults need to take care of mental health, especially during a pandemic like this. We don't really notice, and, and I know that's been discussed about like suicide rates with kids out here in Las Vegas due to the pandemic and the mental health aspect. So what is it that you're also, I know that's part of your um, the program with you guys is not only addressing like sports and education, but your mental health aspect. So kind of touch on what you maybe have heard or seen so far just from kids or from the people in the community as far as trying to get the kids and their mental health and being able to kind of like, you know, nourish that and be able to have them um, get through this okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say again, I mean, one of the biggest points is right there, they're stuck at home. 
And for a lot of kids, that might not be the greatest environment always. You know, it's not always the safest environment. And even if it's not an unsafe environment, they're also seeing the stress that their parents are maybe going through. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've seen so many people lose their jobs, especially right. in a city like Las Vegas, where, you know, it's so industry driven and that's been, you know, cut in half. Um, so one of the big things that we're trying to do with our social emotional lessons, which there's a whole separate day dedicated to those lessons, is teach the kids things like dealing with stress, um, deep breathing, um, just things that will help them if they're in an environment that is maybe a little rocky or or could be causing them some sort of trauma, you know? So it's just giving them very simple steps that they can take at home that they can do by themselves. Um, and again, that's something that that Devante is leading with the kids. Um, and and I think that is by and large one of the most important things we do because when you know when are you really taught that and that was something else we were seeing we're like you know we both played sports growing up and i feel like some of the lessons that stuck with us the most came from when we were playing sports yeah. and and you know working with other kids and and it also became an outlet to you know let go of some stress and let go of some anxiety so for us that was kind of like a crucial piece that we needed to add into the program and then like you said during covid it's needed more than ever before. So, yeah. Well, maybe you guys will do a yoga element into that program. Get the kids awesome. yoga. Yeah, we love that. We love <laughs> yoga. We love yeah. yoga too. Yes. Yeah. I think that's like, definitely a good That would be a great too. relaxation. Meditation, you know, just giving kids yeah, little small practices that they don't mm -hmm. know about, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being able to just slow it down. For a right. Yeah. Right. Block out and the noise. And to block out the noise, right? Like turn off the TV for a little, you know, yeah. put down the games and just like really be mindful and quiet. And, you know, that's a hard thing. And and something, again, it's like not just kids, but adults need that. So if we mm -hmm. can teach kids maybe at a younger age to start making that part of their daily habits, then hopefully when they're older, that'll be something they'll remember. And, you know, they'll they'll still use. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. Well, and I think also it's important to know too, is like, I used to work for Child Protective Services. I don't anymore. I did. I work for another part of the county now. But at that, what, what people don't realize too, is that going to school and going to practice or whatever, that gave those kids an outlet to report any kind of abuse or trauma they were experiencing. It's not, it's different to do that in person with your, with your teacher or them notice something like a bruise or a mark on you in person versus via a webcam. I mean, you know, some people don't have their cameras on, you never know. I mean, and I, I've talked with friends that are teachers and friends that still work with in CPS. And although some of the reports are still coming in, you also don't, you gotta be able to let those kids know that there's still an avenue to be able to try and reach out to somebody to get help because mm -hmm. You know, now you are stuck at home. No, yeah, your parents are stressed. They might have lost their job or your grandmother or whoever your caregiver is could be stressed. And you don't know how that's affecting their in-home life. We don't know how it's affecting. We're already dealing with, like you said, the Title I schools and the at-risk youth. So we know our population's a little bit different there and what they're facing at home and being able to have an outlet where you can do something and report something and have a safe environment to do so. So I encourage that as well. But yeah, oh gosh. 
<laughs> um, but speaking a little bit on those lines, I kind of wanted to get your guys' um, thoughts on the coach from Georgia who had put hands on his uh, nine-year-old his nine year -old football player. Man, I saw it. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, that is like the opposite of everything that we stand for in our program. So um, our, all of our coaches, we they go through um, a GYSA training and they're required to go through it. Um, but we always say first and foremost that we're development based. So outside of winning, outside of wins and losses at the end of the year, it's all about the kids' development. Um, and so it, it's been something we've really been pushing and it, it is something you kind of have to work on people with because I do think that that environment has become such a prominent thing in youth sports to just be the best, to just win. And so um, that's something we really work with our coaches on is like these kids are here to get access to this sport and to, to use this sport to improve their lives in all these different ways. And if they lose every game of the season, then you better teach them, you know, why that's an important lesson and 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 show them that it's OK. But now you have to work harder and you come back next year and try. But to to get angry. I mean, that video watching that yeah. was just like, oh. well, <laughs> tempers flare. It's crazy. Yeah. You got gotta... COVID crazy. <laughs> yeah, COVID crazy. Yeah. But it happens, though. We just so happen to catch that on camera. You know, I think it, it just got blown up because it was caught on camera. But there's a lot of things that kind of go on like that. And it's because so many people take the way they were coached and they immediately start coaching the same exact way, not knowing that might not even be the best way to actually coach a child. Right. Yeah. So it, it, what I like to say is, like, we always like to have the end in mind. You know, with our full program, look, she just glossed over the the coach training. It's it's me training. It's like it's a full two-hour curriculum that we're like fully diving in deep with like intrinsic motivation, goal setting. Like we really dive deep with them because we got to kind of scoop out all the old stuff that they that they've been ingrained to coach with and we implement actual strategies, research back, proven things that actually work to to have the goal in mind. And our goal is like she said is development. We want these children at the end of the day to want to keep to playing. Like we want them to keep playing sports. Like they're not coming in third to fifth grade and and think they're going to be a professional athlete. They might think so. Like that, that might be their goal, which is great. But our goal for them is to just develop the mentality of like every single day I need to get better. It doesn't matter if I win or lose. That is like that. That's a whole nother aspect of it. We want you to focus on getting better. You can you can go undefeated. But did you get better? Did You can go you can lose every single game in a whole season. But did you get better? You know, because when they leave our program, we want them to keep playing from sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, because that's the whole that's our whole mission. It's mm -hmm. it's the it's that lifelong uh, uh, attraction to fitness, staying active, playing sports. If you go to college and play great, that's awesome. Right. Well, I'm glad we were able to help you with that. But we want you to be 30 plus years old, still playing recreational, having a great time and teaching your kids the same thing, because that's for the betterment of sports in general. You know, that whole mindset of like playing for because you love to play yeah and to add to that um something that we've seen like a trend that we've seen is that more and more kids are quitting sports early 
So it's like, I think the, the age that kids are quitting is like 12, 12 yeah. wow. and that's becoming a more common thing. And, and again, I think it's because there's so much emphasis put around this, like, you got to win, you got to be the best. And the kids burn out by age 12. I mean, like that, that to me is just insane. Um, it's like Devante said, I mean, we can still play sports today and enjoy it for a kid to burn out at 12. That's just that's not okay. Point. And here's the deal. Everybody wants to win. Like I'm a competitive person. So is Mo. I mean, we all want to win, but it's about how you deal with loss. Now for me, I just shut down for a second. Like when my Seahawks lose, I got to take, take a minute and breathe and just turn my phone off for a little while. But I mean, I think it's, but these kids don't know how to deal with loss. They're dealing with people yelling at them, putting hands on them. I mean, I know it's out there where that's a, readily seen with coaches and players it didn't happen where i was playing or my brother you know we didn't see that it was always verbal you got yelled at all the time you were cussed at but there was never like putting hands on you and i think that's what i took from that video was like i think what made me more mad was a the mom didn't want to press charges like you just put hands on my son and you're not gonna you're not even gonna like press charges and two the coach actually said that he shouldn't have disciplined him in public and he should have just waited to do it um, when they got back to back to like- I didn't even hear that part, oh my gosh. I mean, I was just like, wait, it it wasn't so much about like, I'm sorry, I don't wanna make excuses for it. And I get that, you can't make excuses for what just happened, it happened. But the fact that you went and added on to make it even worse saying I should have done it in public, like- So you're saying you do it all the time basically and next time you're just gonna do it when there's no cameras around. Right. Well, obviously, it happens all the time. If the mom's not willing to press uh, charges, you know, it seems like it's a culture thing, you know. Or she could be scared of him, too. That or the fact that, you know, you want your son to play or it's this elitist group. You know, you have these bluebirds of a, like, football team of moms and that kind of thing. And it could be a click thing and pressure with that. I mean, there's a lot of variables to it. Totally unnecessarily for this guy to do. Those Bobby Knight days are somewhat over, but you hate to see it. You know, and for someone to physically put their hands on someone, it's just the kind of a crossing the line thing. So hopefully something comes out of that. But I'm sure in a lot of towns where it is very sports driven, where that is the industry, if you will, you probably see a lot of cases like that. And and that's just crazy. It's very insane. What's up, Rashad? Hey, Rashad. We love you. What's up, Goose? Um, yeah, and I just, like I said, I thought that was insane. One thing else I want to talk to you guys about, I know it's in your page, you actually did some work with Raider Cody's podcast in the Raider Nation. So we'll yeah. tie it back into here. Moe's Raider fan. Vegas is a Raider town now. Uh, looks like you're a Raider fan as well. So tell us about how you guys got involved and, and, and maybe what you may hope for in the future with working with the Raiders here. Yeah, shout out to Raider Cody. Shout yeah. out to Kenny King. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so all of Raider and Black. Yeah. Uh, we were just on with them uh, uh, last week, so that was amazing too. Um, but yeah, shout out to all of them. They're they're amazing. You know, they're they're definitely amazing for just. I, I talked to Raider Cody this last summer. He gave me a call and was just inquiring about the program. They were looking for just a way to kind of give back, and they wanted to incorporate sports and children. And it just so happened, you know, they called us and we were like, yeah, this would be amazing, you know, and shout out to all the Raider fans. They raised, uh, like, what was it, 20,000, right? Yeah, 20,000. Yeah. And 
in what less than two months or something like that. Yeah. That was crazy. And and I just want to say they like stepped up because mm -hmm. originally the goal was to raise I think twenty five hundred or something yeah. like that. And so he's like, okay, well, and then no, and then forty five. Okay, forty five. Yeah. Okay, and so. Um, and then Cody was like, well, let's just put it at 5,000. We'll see what happens. You know, if we don't raise it, okay, you know, whatever we can get. And so we're like, yeah, that's great. So it was like within the first several weeks, they hit 5,000. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to try and hit for 10. And I mean, I will just say like Raider Nation just stepped up and stepped up and stepped up and, and got us to $20,000. And, and, um, mm -hmm. we were able to to again take that and put it back into our kids which is just the most and the thing of it is is raider nation as fans and i'm diehard raider nation ever since i was a child we will Ooh. always be loyal to anything that's related to silver and black anything community related anything that's definitely going to be uh something that has that raider name attached to mm -hmm. it so that's a great great um idea that you started up and yeah big ups to raider cody i follow him yeah. on twitter i'm trying to get him on the show um, oh yeah! I gotta do it on a day when Mel's not here because he gets <laughs> yeah. that we're not talking about like, time. Uh, I need a day where we have to do just Raiders. So I'm gonna plan that yeah. one day when she's 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 MIA for a second. But yeah, that's that's awesome. And um, mm -hmm. you know, we've met Mark Davis. I've engaged with him a couple times. He's very very approachable and very very kind. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like it's that type of organization that has attached itself to Las Vegas. And mm -hmm. everything that it encompasses, the good, the bad, the ugly, they don't care. They're mm -hmm. here. It's Vegas. So, yeah, keep yeah. it up. It's it's great and to see that. I love from the, from the Raiders. You yeah. know, um, we actually brought, what was it, like around 60, mm -hmm. 60 of our kids from the program. Very um, nice. A month ago, they, they did a live stream with some kids. With uh, They got to meet Jason Witten and also oh, nice. alumni with um, Jay Schroeder. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, with a lot of experience yeah. with the kids over Zoom. Nice. It was amazing. They went over like different plays and everything. Um, and, and like I said before, it's all about the exposure for us. You know, we mm -hmm. want the kids' eyes to just like open up and just be like, wow, I can really do this. I'm talking to an NFL player. So anything like that, it's we're all for it. You know, the exposure is huge for us. You know, yeah, just that's bring great. into that environment. It's really well, great. Hopefully so that can continue for you guys to yeah. get, continue to work mm -hmm. with the organization too, as they're as they're out here. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you I guys thought of um, incorporating any baseball or getting with um, any of the aviators or any of the local baseball um, teams that play like you know, kind of like you know, the amateur little leagues to incorporate that into your program as well? Um. So right now we just do the three sports, and <laughs> to be honest, when we I know it's a lot to pile on, because then I was no, gonna no, say, what about boxing? What no, about this? What about gymnastics? What about all these things? But I think in due time, you know what I mean. Mama was telling you out there. She's like, so we've yeah. got this group, and they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I mean, yeah. I think it's just this is totally amazing, and it's just something mm -hmm. I hadn't been aware of until now. Yeah. So. I'm just enthralled with everything that you guys are doing. And it's mm -hmm. just bringing an excitement and joy to me because it's like, okay, we need these things. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I I know your future goal. I know what you're wanting to reach. But <laughs> is there any chance that you would get into any other sports type activities as it grows in fruition? I think I think we will. So like when I kind of hinted at it before uh, in the beginning, when I first was going, that I was saying that it's kind of getting to a point where we're 
it's easier to collaborate with other people that are doing things in the community. So I'll put it like that. Um, I have been asked, well, we've been asked a lot like baseball. The thing that immediately comes to my head when I think about baseball is the equipment costs. Yeah. If we're growing to 32 schools, you got to think we got to get baseballs, baseball, like, like actual bats. All of that. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. equipment, I mean, not the equipment, but the field, the fields it's that's done like we're that 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 that's not too hard um but we definitely want to do uh more sports because it's all about the opportunities you yeah, know right. uh, we want to like our goal is to just get kids to be more active in general right so the more opportunities that they have the better the better off we are you know so um we tried a lot in the beginning. Like that was one of our mistakes when we were first starting. Okay. So everyone watching this and you're starting your own business, <laughs> whatever, like have a singular focus at first, right? And really execute that. But me, like I, it was, it was me. I was like, yo, we can do this. We can do <laughs> this. We can do this. Well, that makes sense because it's like a restaurant. You open a restaurant, you put this full length menu on here. And you're yeah. not really good at making everything on the menu. You've got to condense it to what you know and stick to it and make that work. Exactly. So that exactly. makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just now it's kind of getting to the point where, you know, we got some things in the works. So I, it's not a full no, but it's more so like once the once the opportunities present themselves, then I think it'll be really easy to implement. Well, and I think you made a good point. I mean, obviously, we know baseball is a little bit harder as far as with all the equipment. Mm-hmm. Plus, you've already kind of covered a season for each sport. So it actually gives these kids the opportunity to at least try out each one to see how they like it. I know for me, I hated soccer. There's no way I wanted anyone kicking mm-hmm. my shins, whether I had guards on or not. Like, that was just not okay. You know? So I think for every kid, they find something they like, and then they can use that and help grow and, and d- develop those fundamentals and learn from the programs and try and develop their, their skills and go on to a, you know, into middle school or high school and play like that. But it, it gives them a shot at least to try. Exactly. You know, most of these kids need, they just need the opportunity. Some kids, we're never raised to know what soccer was. Some kids don't even know what sports are, depending on the household you were raised in. Yeah, you know, and that's true. something that, you know, I know me and Mo started a sports podcast because there aren't a lot of women that knew that it was okay to talk about sports or love sports and other women out there were loving sports because I grew up in a sports household, so I do nothing less. But then I had friends that were like, what are, what are you doing? I'm like, it's football Sunday. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? That's what we do. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's great. It's great. So um, we appreciate you guys being here. I don't know if you guys wanted to hang out and talk a little sports with us. You're more than welcome to, um, or you're welcome to, you know, attend to other things if you have yeah. <laughs> And you guys have a little one. So you have, yeah. a, you have a, how old yeah. is the little one? Two. Two years old. Yeah. Two years old. Oh, okay. That's an interesting story, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, when we were um, when we were starting our first official season, so after the pilot programming, so I was due to have his name's Desmond. I was due to have him um, in November of 2018, and he decided to come in June, August. Of 2018. Oh wow! Oh, three months early. <laughs> he was kicking right yes. go. Ready. He was um one pound nine ounces, and so and I was in Arizona when I had him. So um and we had started a program in Las Vegas. So there was a lot of traveling back and forth between and um 
a lot going on, a lot of stress, <laughs> and but we pushed through, and now he's two, and you'd never know that he had crazy. a rough start. And yeah. The program is in 21 schools, so, I mean, it was a crazy beginning, but we got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're grateful every day. Yeah. God bless little Desmond. Yeah, one yeah. pound, I mean, that's super creamy, so for him to be was, in the hospital. Yeah, little, like, yeah. Oh. yeah, he was like, he was tiny, tiny. Oh. Um, and yeah, we got through a lot, and we, we got to the point of asking ourselves, like, do you know do i just come to arizona or do i stay and build the program and, and really kind of get it going um and we chose this you know so i would like travel uh to phoenix every weekend so like monday yeah. to friday i was running the program i was teaching as well and then i would drive up to phoenix and then i'd come back sunday morning so i can get here and actually have time to just settle down so i did that from august to december of uh of 2018 and then yeah then the programs if, if you knew it's back then it was crazy it was such a blur like some of our like one of our board members staff shout out to steph and ronnell elementary but she was like man i I, everything was so crazy with the program. I was like, what's up with these guys? You know, <laughs> you know, we, we, we had a lot of battle wounds, but uh, she was like, uh, but knowing what was actually going on, she was like, you guys really like pulled it together, you know? <laughs> so after they came and, and we got a chance to sit down and be like, okay, let's get it all done. That's when it's really like the SEL lessons, the curriculum, like the coach training, that's when everything started really kicking and everything mm -hmm. like that. Um, but it's, I'll never forget it. You know, it's like our first, you know, our first big program year. And then Desmond was born. It, it was crazy. It was great. It's awesome. That's well, awesome. Well, our viewers are definitely. Um, They're all yeah. tapping in. God bless you. Loving the yeah. story. And such a miracle baby who's active. We kind of heard him a little bit in the background. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, we know, he's around. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys so much for coming on. And where can everybody find you um, as far as your social media page, website, um, telephone number to reach out? Definitely. Um, yeah, so you can follow us on all platforms, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, it's Greater Youth Sports. So if you just type Greater Youth Sports in there, then it'll pull us up. You can go to our website, um, greateryouthsportsnv.org, um, and uh, come come holler at us. We, we definitely always talk, uh, take a lot of volunteers now. Uh, all these balls that we collected, we're giving them out. So if you guys want to come help pump some balls out, give them out to the community, definitely hit us up, get on our email list, and we we love to have you. Have you? I appreciate you guys for this. This is awesome. Yeah. I've been I've been watching you guys on Twitter for a while now since the summer. <laughs> oh really? And oh, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. I've been in there liking it, like little videos. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Know, you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And, thank yeah, you. I, I love the thank platform you, you guys have. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, well, and just to clarify, you. the the website is where people can go if they want to sign up for programs or get more information or become a volunteer or even to donate. I'm assuming too. Yes, yeah. all all of the above, um, all of the above, just right there on our website. So you can donate there. You can find out about our programs. Actually, download like a digital brochure and really see uh, the the numbers behind what we're actually doing and everything. So yeah, Greater awesome. Youth Sports NV. Dot org. We're gonna so for put anyone the website that, up once yeah. you're done. We'll, we'll put it up, yeah. We'll up. tag yeah. it and everything too. But yeah. we, um, for anyone that's still watching or that's listening later on, make sure you share this. 
This is a very important message. I think that anybody, whether you like watching sports or not, I think this is a very important message for anyone that has children or watches over children or can help um, give back to the community. Because I know sometimes right now it's tough for some families that, you know, they've lost jobs, lost income. But for those that have the ability to help, I mean, this is a great cause. And what more really is better than, you know, donating a kid a toy that plays inside the house versus giving them a ball they can go play with outside and learn some new, um, some new, you know, programming and getting their heads straight. New sports, just introduction to new sports, yeah. teaching them discipline, exactly. teaching them love of themselves, teaching them yeah. how to be physically fit and stay healthy. It's all yeah. of those things. And that's what we need in this current climate that we have right now. So kudos to you guys. You guys are super young doing this. I need yes. to just preface that. I don't want to disclose ages, but I know you guys are babies. <laughs> and the fact that you have the energy and the drive and the determination to make this happen at such a young age and is with a phenomenal. baby. <laughs> With a two-year-old. That's it. I bow down to you guys all yeah. day on that. So thank you so much. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. It's been amazing. Raider Nation in the house. I got yeah. another love of fans. And no we definitely no. will be uh, in touch oh. with you guys. <laughs> Go dog. I tried to sneak it in there. She tried to throw that dog in there. I saw what she's doing. So we're not going to say you got a coog dip moment because we usually dedicate clubs of football last season to coog dip moments. You know how the cougs do it. Let's be honest. You definitely can sign us up. We'll definitely sign up to try and help volunteer and do what we can to assist and pump balls or help get them out or get the word out. We'll definitely share this across all of our, our platforms as well. But we thank you. And we'll definitely have to get you on maybe once things get back into a, a flow with school and kids and, and things going on again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We can do a little a live podcast on one of our events. How about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, if we get a notice next know. time, yeah, you know, definitely give us a heads up yeah. for sure. We're there. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I appreciate awesome. you guys. I'm going to go get my beanie now. I'm going to go buy my beanie because I'm oh, loving yes, the beanie. Yes, yes. Please, thank the you. We appreciate sports, it. Yes. And we definitely yes. will be making a donation in the name of Girl Chat Sports to your For organization sure. as well, oh, okay? Thank you. We appreciate oh, you. Yeah. They all on our Instagram. You can check out the colors that we offer on Instagram and then But thanks again, you guys. We appreciate you. Have a great night. Um, hugs and kisses to Desmond. Thank you. We'll be seeing you guys soon. Definitely. Bye. Take care, you guys. Stay safe. Bye-bye. I mean, come on, like. I mean, look at the young age and the tenacity that they have and the energy they have. And the when I was their age, behind this. I wasn't thinking about that kind of stuff. No, no one's able to set that. I mean, and not on. even with a kid. I mean, we still don't have children. But at the same time, like, to have this all, you know, cranked out, it's it's amazing. It's yeah. incredible. It was yeah. an incredible story. Incredible so, story. We're yeah. shot. We got to have, we got one yeah, for Yeah, we you. got you. We got you. We got everybody let me know the what kind of yes. uh, We're having a holiday special. If I have to reiterate this, it's $15 right now for the hat, um, for the Scullies. So, holiday yeah. special. Yeah. 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 yeah, Mel. Holiday I'm, special. I'm, I'm with you. Don't, don't say it anymore of a lower price. We're that's going $15 for holiday special. So, that's what it is. And, uh, yeah, copy you a beanie. So I guess yeah. I keep that head warm, keep the dome warm. Listen, because the especially these days, it's like yesterday was freezing, today was okay, but once it hit five and the sun went down, who I was cold. Yeah, it was again. a little chill. It's, it's the wind chill factor usually makes it super cold out here, but 
45 degrees today when I left the house. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's nice out. I can walk. Right. I can do these. I can do my things. Right. Yeah, right. cool. Yes. Yep. Yep. So great show. Oh, man. Just tapping in Mo and Mel Girl Chat Sports. If you're just um, tapping in, you great. definitely need to go back and rewatch. Yeah. And, and, and definitely and watch it on YouTube man. and stuff. Yeah. Catch this. This was That was a great episode. It really was. There's another great episode. And for those of you that like to coach or enjoy coaching, they are looking for, I think, football and basketball people they that are. maybe can help out. They are. Um, I'm, I'm assuming, too, like once you know, kind of COVID dies down some and the people are back in school and they're actively, I couldn't imagine being a coach and doing it for 32 schools. Like you've got to have a couple, I would assume, or have a few that are on board to help out. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um, before we get into picks, I just want to touch up on a couple of things. The Monday Night Football game. Did you watch it or were you at working? I was at work. It was the highest scoring game. It was probably a very good game. I watched to the fourth quarter. I saw the end. I saw when and that was the best. Went. That was, I mean, the fourth and that quarter was the best was part ridiculous. because it was a field goal kick again to, to end it all. Of field goal kicks because Ravens got possession of the ball. Well, and you know, Lamar Jackson gets injured. You know, has cramps, leaves because the whole cramps. He comes field. back. He did, yeah, he didn't pull a Paul Pierce. He says, and you I know, mean, he came back and saved the day. And this is the thing. I think everybody that did on the pickums was expecting the brownies, myself included. And I cannot do Me this too. to myself. I need to take Wesley Snipes' advice from Passenger 57 and say bet on black because Lamar Jackson and his run game did that. But Lamar that isn't always – Lamar has he's been up not, He's but not. He's not. But listen, here's the deal. You've got to cut the Browns from slack. They played an amazing game against the That was probably the, the best they game really that the Browns did. have ever played. That Just seeing right. that last of the few minutes. But I have to ask, is Baker Mayfield – I'm still not a fan of his. Is he better than Big Ben in the FC? Um, I think he could be, but is I don't he, think he but is, right is now. he currently. Is he better than no. Pat Mahomes? No. Is no. he better than Lamar Jackson? Oh, see, he also no. has more weapons than Pat. I mean, he also has less weapons than Pat. What if Pat Mahomes didn't have those weapons? What if Pat Mahomes? Well, Pat, he had if he Jackson. went to Jacksonville, if he didn't have those weapons, it wouldn't be he wouldn't be. Here that's what I'm saying. So his weapons are good. But that's the same like thing for Baker Mayfield. Like I said, that same argument. His line is getting him where he needs to be. But he's you know, making contact. He's got Jarvis Landry and the the people's guy. Like he's decent. The rookie they got. But yeah. that, he doesn't have like this all star like, out there know. too. And then yeah. he had OBJ, but OBJ went down. So take it for for what the scraps he has. I say yeah. this is the best game Baker's ever played. It doesn't make me a fan of his. Yeah, it doesn't make me a fan of his. I still don't care for him. But this was a this was an absolute game. I had picked the Browns to win. I'm still a fan. And I wish I and my gut was telling me the night before. I was like, I have a sneaky suspicion that the Ravens are going to win this game. I just knew it in my gut, and it did not go with it. So I just knew it when I saw the backup quarterback go down, and I was like, you know, he was playing like crap. The backup, I didn't even know who the backup was to be honest. I was like, I didn't even know. He was the backup for this team, and he wasn't playing good. And once he went down, I was like, you know what? I bet you Lamar comes running now, and he's about to win this game for him. And sure enough, he came right out, scored a 44-yard touchdown, and got back in the game. Yeah, I saw all of that. That was dope. And that's what it is. And that's that's Lamar. And, again, we have to look at where we're at in this AFC divisional games. Everything right. is important now. So this is win or go home. So Huge. we should have known that the Ravens were not going to be slouches in this. I had picked it to be a low-scoring game. I didn't expect them to cover over 80 points. No one did. Like 40 no. and 40. Like and then it was crazy. like a ticket buster, too, because um, 
yeah, because not, the over and under was way, you know what I mean? Like if you crazy. took the over, then you got it, but it was still the line was crazy. Yeah. No, no one was expecting that. It's just wild. It's about tit for tat. It is wild. It's well, wild and then speaking right of now. the Steelers, they lost their second in a row. So yeah, they're probably gonna win the third one too. They're broken. I keep saying yeah. this, but they're gonna go to a divisional matchups. You know, they're well, gonna I go mean, postseason, yeah. but they're not. I don't see them going anywhere. It's just too bad. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but you know, my Seahawks did blow away the Jets, which I know yeah. it's just the Jets. No, but, but like it I needed to happen. It did. It needed. We happen. needed that morale boost because and we got to go on the road. And we got to play the Redskins in Washington this coming weekend. That's a big challenge. You know, Chase Young is no joke. This guy got a touchdown last weekend against the 49ers. Like, oh, yeah, there's a the truth. The Washington is nice. But uh, you got Rashad Penny coming back. Hello. We haven't, we haven't had Rashad Penny for a I whole I know. Year. And he's one of your best running backs that you have. So with Chris well, we Carson, haven't seen him play. No, his practice, he looked nice. Did you see him today's practice? Why I are you not, not tapping in on your Seahawks, honey? Tap in on your Seahawks, honey. It's they Wednesday. Good. I'm working. I got show prep. Oh, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. I got you. I got I mean, you. But <laughs> I would have thought you would have got the alert on your phone. No. Like everybody else that follows their team about player alerts. No, I do. That Rashad Penny's practice was uh -oh. really good. Well, that's so he's good. got him and he's got Chris Carson out there and, you know, Carlos Hyde Carlos you got Hyde out there. Too. So you got your runners. You well, know, I didn't get that alert. I got the alert that um, Olsen was getting back to practice. Yeah, Greg Olsen's supposed to be yeah. coming back too. But Rashad, if he plays Sunday, hey, uh, we're doing our pick. Listen, I'm picking well, here's the deal. Now. Chris Carson did amazing last weekend for us. We don't right. it's not have like a three-hoid horse. Did. So. He sure did. But like I had put on Facebook, I was like, the Jets are kind of like that. That that confidence booster you need, like when you just break up with your guy, your girlfriend, like you need that confidence booster just to make you feel good again, make sure that you're still looking good, you can still attract. I don't it, know if I want watch. the Jets to be my confidence booster. I say it's a side piece that's ready and able to help. Well, you that's out. what I'm saying. And but it gives, gives you that value. It gives you a little confidence. I'm not saying it's something you want to tie down to, but it's, right, it gives you a right, confidence yeah, boost, yeah. knows that you still got it, and then you move on. Like that's what us Seahawks fans needed. We needed that little boost that says, okay, things are still working. The season's not over. We're going to be okay. Just got to keep on pushing. The thing is that we are the number one team with the highest miles traveling this year. Like, we've been to... Oh, welcome to Raider Nation because we were last season. When you we were, well, that's because you were going to Mexico, too. And but London. I'm saying, I'm like, welcome to Raider Nation because we were in that same thing, but we just weren't winning. You guys uh, at least are yeah. winning. I don't know. But we've got Washington this weekend. That's going to be an interesting one. Um, it sounds like Breeze could be playing again this weekend because they need him, I think. I mean, they're in the playoffs. But don't you want that top seed? Or are you willing to sacrifice something happening to your to your top quarterback? I mean, you, you, might, as well keep, you might as well keep going on with Taylor and then rest Drew Breeze for the postseason because you know it's going to happen. Hmm? Isn't it Tatum? Jason, Tatum, or what? Tatum Hill? Yeah. Taylor, Tatum, or something Jason. like that. It's a T. Yeah. It's a T. We know it's a T. Bougie white name. I don't know. It's like Taysom. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, here's one thing that I found when I was going through different alerts and stuff. <laughs> the Lions offensive linebacker, Frank Ragno, he played, and I've never heard of this, through a fractured throat the entire game. How does that work? I'm a, how do you get a fractured throat? I, don't I mean, that could turn the other way, but I'm just like, how? I mean, I've never heard of anyone have a fractured throat. Thank you, Heather. Taysom. See, this is like Taysom. You know. Yeah, it's Taysom. Yeah. Yeah. 
Taste it's a different name. It's different. That could be that could go either way. Um, so fractured throat situation. I don't know. I, I, just, I, I guess it exists. I mean, I've I never even heard of that injury, let alone on a person who's playing through a whole Did football. he injure it on the field or was this an injury personally? Did they no, he injured it on the, the field, but he played he through the rest of the game with it. Hmm. I don't know. Like I said, it was just one of those things that you're like, hmm, wait, say what? And I was like, injured throw. Like, uh, uh, I feel like that that kind of hazardous. Like, do you many fracture like before, but maybe it's not. Esophagus? Is there bones here? That, or is it like your your? I don't like. Where is the? Where do you fracture here? I don't. I don't know. Anyway, I, um, I don't know. But I'm sure there's quite a few people out there that may have related to that in some kind of capacity. Right. Um, and a little bit of NBA. We all know that Giannis signed his mega max deal. I feel like every year from now on there's going to be someone that has the biggest contract in the NBA. Like I think every year it happens. So the fact that he has it to now, he has the biggest contract in the NBA. It's just going to get beat out again next year and the season after. Cause the way they inflate um, the payroll with these basketball teams is, is ridiculous. It's these guys are making buku money. Something you'll never see in football. So I don't know. Um, I also found it funny when people would you see all the memes about James Harden's body too. I heard he came back a little festive and plump. A little, little plump. <laughs> they said that he was he was looking like Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> he was a little extra. His, I his can't with him right now, to be quite honest with you. And now the ESP, now people are breaking stories about him being selfish and it's all about James when he's with Houston and how he'd be late to the practice and they'd have to wait on the or flying flights and he'd delay games and he'd do all this different stuff and Russell tell D'Antoni start the film without him and he's like no, we gotta wait because I'd have to reshow it again. Uh, stupid stuff. Is he leaving or not? That's what I want to know. And who's who taking him? Who wants him now? When you see those pictures, I'm looking I mean, like we that. already knew who he was too with him playing this selfish basketball thing. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's festively plump now, I mean, he could still shoot possibly, but I'm just saying, who wants Isn't it the problem? For having a little extra weight to kind of push off? Who wants know. the who wants the problem though? I don't know. Uh, who wants it? I wouldn't want it. Like that's kind of. I can't. And then you know how we last weekend we were talking about the Ball brothers and how they were all playing in the NBA. Well, well poor guy got waived. No longer your your boy Leangelo is no longer a Piston. And you know, Daddy went in on the Pistons organization. Talked about the franchise. We the other. Yeah, it was it was just too much. It was. I mean, it's a dad. It's Lavar. He's like the Joe Jackson of basketball league. Of course, he was going to say something. Was, we knew it was gonna happen. We already knew he was gonna say something. All right, well, before we get fifteen picks, I just wanted to acknowledge our girl power moment. Of course, we all heard about um, the Stanford's women's basketball coach Tara yep. um, Van Vier, who passed Pat Summit for the yep. most um, NCAA women's basketball win. Right. She had one thousand and ninety nine yep. wins. Yeah, big ups to her. Passing Pat Summit is a huge. It call. really is. That's I quite mean, a few. Somebody was going to do it. I mean, it was only a matter of time. We just wow. didn't know it was coming in 2020. But here we are. You think with COVID and games being canceled and this kind of thing, still got wins. <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh, so last week, I actually won four to one for the ones that we didn't choose the same. Um, okay. I actually picked the Cowboys and they won. Yeah, that was, no, that was a good pick. No, that was a good pick. 
and the Washington. I was I, I had a lot of upset pickums, and I picked Chicago. Yeah, good job. Good I job. Myself about that one. So we'll get into this week. We got a Thursday game. We've got a Saturday games. We've got that two Saturday games. games. Yes, God, it's big, it. big deal. So we've got a huge weekend of football. Thursday, we've got the Chargers here. I didn't know we had Thursday night football here. Big yeah. game. Raiders. What Raiders? Yeah, I feel you know they got to well, get. I don't know. This is what I've been telling all of our top defenders. Four of yeah. our starting defenders are out. Again with COVID? So Jonathan, no, just injuries. injuries. Jonathan Abrams out, Nick Murrow's yeah. out, Cleveland Farrell's out, Damon Arnett been out. So that's four. That's four on your Heather, your defensive team line. Get a win out here. <laughs> that's four on your defense line. So with the Raiders, this is what you have to look at. Is offense mm -hmm. going to win or is defense going to win? This could be an offensive great game for Derek Carr because let's be real, we need to win. The next three games, well, we need to win. We would love to win all four, but we need to leave, we'll leave, at least win three out of the four. Um, you know, we got the Dolphins coming up. Uh, we, I think we got, uh, I know we got Ravens coming up. We got Broncos mm -hmm. coming up. So out of these three, four that I mentioned, three of them we have to win. It's a must win. So we've got to do it tomorrow night with these Chargers. And Derek Carr, I need everything like gas 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 like i need it all and then henry ruggs is on the COVID list right so we we don't have our wide receiver but we got darren waller still have nelson aguilar so we just need, i think with us being at home raiders definitely have an advantage to do something because that colts game we looked nice at the beginning and then it, slipped and then away. it just went to shinola <laughs> at the end <laughs> which i expected because i picked the colts i already knew what was going down <laughs> so with us being the chargers and the chargers of being who they are they're just coming off of a win so I know they're feeling themselves. Yeah. So we will see uh, what it's going to look like uh, tomorrow night. I'm going to pick the Raiders, though. I'm going to go okay. with my black and silver on that. Okay. I was going to go with your Raiders after hearing the injury report. I don't know. Heather says there's injuries list on both sides. You know, I'm just yeah, a fan. Yeah, there's tons of injuries on I'm both sides. I'm just a fan of Justin Herbert. I really don't care about the Chargers. I just really like this kid, and I want him to do great. And I feel like they're already out of the playoffs, I believe, too. So it's not like... You know, this I mean, is. They don't necessarily have to win, so yeah. where we're gunning for a wild card. I need you to get in to there. Win. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Oh, thank you. You know, it's mighty like Asian American of you. Thank you. <laughs> appreciate it. Dang. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love it. Thank you. Very um, nice of you. Saturday. Saturday, so uh, 1.30, Buffalo at Denver. I think we're going to go with Buffalo. Um, Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, they need to. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a no-brainer. Uh, Drew Locke, really, against Josh Allen? I don't think so. Yeah. Denver just had a, a, had a 2020 season. We'll just put it that way. You know, they've done Broncos yeah. it, ever since um, ever since Peyton Manning left. We knew what it was going to be. So I will go with the bills on this. OK, um, Carolina at Green Bay. Unfortunately, um, and Christian McCaffrey's not back this weekend either. I'm rolling with Green Bay. Let's just see what Aaron <sighs> Rodgers and company does. Yeah, I got to do the same. Unfortunately, I, I don't see Carolina coming into Green Bay in the middle of the winter. Going to really pull out a win. I mean. And again, it was funny. Things have happened. So here's Bad a dumpster fire. Um, the San Francisco 49ers at Dallas. Now, they do say that Greg Kittles is supposed to be coming back. 
I don't know if it's this George week or Kittles. Next. George Kittles. Yeah. What yeah. did I say? Greg, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. George Kittles Greg. and Skittles. Kittles Same and Skittles. Thing. Same thing. <laughs> Kittles and Skittles. They, they got Greg Olson. They lost they got- Samuel too. Who's else? Debo Samuel. They lost him this last week and he got injured. So it's kind of give and take. The Niners still dealing with their, their continued issues and injuries. But Dallas is not great and not looking good. Even healthy Zeke can't win. So I'm going with the 49ers. I don't want to pick either one. You got to pick something. I mean, I'll pick Dallas just because the Niners are in my conference. So, you know. Well, we knew that it was going to go that way anyway. That's the edge. Don't tell anybody. So it's the best of both. So you got two haters that you're picking. You hate the Cowboys and you hate. So you really hate the 49ers and the Cowboys. You're really oh. hating the 49ers right now. Well, and I hate the that they, I mean, I really hate that they're my division. If it wasn't my division, then I'd probably just flip a coin. But they're my division, so I got to go against them. Seattle at Washington. I'm a little scared for this one. I'm not even going to lie because we've already seen how our offensive line has collapsed numerous times this year with Russell Wilson. and It's Seattle. in Washington, right? And it's in Washington. And the Washington defense has been pretty dang good. Like I said, Rashad Penny's coming back. All it's about is him scrambling. If Russell Wilson could scramble, but it's like just about Rashad Penny. Like I, I get it. We want some. We're glad to have an extra head back there running the ball. But you know, is DK? You know, how phenomenal is DK going to be? Is Russell going to be on point? Did him or Sierra post anything this weekend? Maybe that's. I don't follow him, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Check I really that. don't know. I don't follow him. Sadly. You know, I'm gonna go with Seattle. I am a little hesitant. I just hope that our offensive line can actually come and play. I'm rolling with Seattle too on this. Um, as much as I like the Washington team and their defense has been really, really strong, I'm gonna pick uh, Seattle in this because like I, I said, we're, supposed we're to be in. The game we're, I was going to to this year. Well, this is this is the must win. Like we've said, like this is the must win yeah. thing that everybody's gunning for. Win or go home. And I well, think Russell we is going to We want to get to the top of the NFC West. We don't want to be in the wild card. You know, well, you we don't want to be in a wild card. You don't. So it's I mean, technically, everybody's home. wild card. We don't want to be the wild card to get in. We want to already have been, been won our conference, our division. And right now, I think we're still behind the Rams a game. So we need to win this and hope that the Rams can fold at some point. So uh, Bears at Vikings. Yo, Dan Bailey for the Vikings. I hope he... I hope someone washed his cleats, his uniform, bleached it, whatever, because that guy missed three field goals, missed an extra point, like the worst day. I think the kickers in general had a terrible Sunday, but um, Bears at Vikings, I feel like I'm both teams, uh, well, Bears won last week. I feel like the Vikings can have a chance uh, this week, I feel like that was just a, a ridiculous showing, and you know, to have to lose because your kicker is not on his game when it's the one thing they have to do. It's the only thing: kick the ball. I'm thinking Vikings too. Okay. Uh, there's a full schedule for Sunday. even though Mitch Trubisky is back. I just don't see it with the Bears. You know, he he showed up and right. won because he came back. Yeah. So. Yeah. But the Vikings, I think, are gunning for a uh, thing. So. Um, New England at Miami. You know, Miami did pretty good last weekend, and two, even though they didn't pull off a win, they did compete pretty hard. They they seemed to at least give a little bit of a battle with the Kansas City Chiefs. You, Patrick Mahomes had, had two interceptions in like the first quarter, I think. But, of course, he had that second half that propelled them into the win. But I'm going with Tua. I don't think – you know, New England's out of it. They don't – 
They had nothing. This used to be a key matchup for New England because Miami was always like their their breaking point that would always get them when they you know kick them down a spot. But I feel like Miami's going to overdo it and and get them. Yeah, I'm going to roll with Miami on this too. I think it's because they're at home and they're coming off of that loss from Kansas City. I'm sure there was many adjustments that needed to be made. And this is a broken New England team. They've had so many dysfunction and issues. Uh, Julian Edelman hasn't even played this whole season. I mean, it's just, and missing it's the bad. playoffs for the first time, right? Like, like, how yeah, many years? Forever, yeah, twenty years. Yeah, so it's gonna be Miami for sure. Okay. I think winning that one. And then we got Jacksonville at Baltimore. I, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that's gonna be a Baltimore win there at home. Yeah, easily. Okay. Because we're not going with the Garner work, right? Like you're you're picking Ravens too. We're picking pretty much the same thing. Like my logic logic is right there with yours. Oh yeah, I mean, and and, and I know it's funny. I was watching the game um, this weekend with with Gardner, and he grew out his hair. Like his hair was like down to here in his helmet. And I was like, mm, gosh, Gardner. auditioning for the new role of what? Aquaman, <laughs> uh, like not <laughs> Nirvana, like rock star. <laughs> Uh, the Bucks at Tampa. I'm sorry, the Bucks the, at Atlanta. <laughs> I, I was like, what? The Bucks at Tampa? What? I'm done today. <laughs> Clearly. Um, so I'm thinking possibly the Bucks on this for sure. Um, Atlanta, it's been nice knowing you, but they're going. They're going for it. I mean, I don't know what's going on over there. I would, if I was Julio mm. Jones, I'd be hot. Like trade yeah. me out. Get me out. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah. But Tampa hasn't necessarily been dominating either. So I don't. I'm gonna go with Atlanta just to give us a little spice. Plus, I got Julio on my fantasy football. We're now getting into playoff time. I really need to uh, hope that. Speaking of fantasy, I wanted to ask you too. When Josh Jacobs posted that he was not playing that day, did you change yeah, him out of your fantasy? I did not. I kept him because I actually make last minute changes on Sunday morning at like nine o'clock, and I had seen everybody already talking about him posting, but he was already on the field practicing, so I kept him in. But I, I was hesitant Saturday, like, oh shoot, what am I going to do? Josh, yeah, that's you know. the ultimate of all get backs for fantasy leaguers. I mean, why would he that do was that? Hilarious. So mean. It's hilarious, but mean at the same time. Because some people, their fantasies are riding money on this. Maybe. Like, you know, play, yeah. So, like, you're really messing with people's money by your innocent joke. But you're like, I don't care about fantasy and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, then don't talk about fantasy if you don't care about it. Don't worry about what these people are saying about them. You're ruining their fantasy points. They're crazy. Uh, fantasy football uh, community. So interesting. Funny. I mean, not many people have done that. So that was pretty interesting. I, I thought know. it was cool, though. But it's yeah. crazy. It's so um, we've got the Lions <laughs> in Tennessee. Titans. I'm gonna go with Titans. You know, Derrick Henry by him between Derrick Henry and the Rams defense, I won my guys league game that I was supposed to lose. Just be mm -hmm. due simply to those two things. Mm -hmm. I'm rolling with it. Derrick Henry for president. I've got him on my fantasy, so I've got to roll with it. Rolling too? Okay. Um, Texans at the Colts. I'm gonna go with uh my guy, um, yeah, I'm going to roll with Phil Rivers on this. I'm going to see what Phil Rivers can do. Okay. 
It's Phil Rivers. This is actually going to be a good game, and it's actually going to be one of those games because you've got Deshaun Watson. They're all trying to gun for it. I don't know. Do they still have a chance? I think so. Maybe not. I don't know. I think they do. No. No. I don't feel like they do. What's their they record? Do. Aren't they seven and six like us? Uh, I don't think. I didn't know they were had that I much. I thought they may. I don't know. Maybe not. Anybody still listening? Yeah, can chime in and let us know. Yeah. But I'll go with the Colts. I'm going to go with uh, okay. Phil Rivers. I'm going They're on a roll. They were looking really nice against our Raiders like that, and I think they'll do the same thing with um, the Texans. Eagles at Arizona. So Jalen Hurts oh, had first win as a starter. They are pretty much going to be keeping him in it, it sounds like, for the rest of the season, going up against Kyler Murray, who has been not fulfilling his projected points in fantasy football for me. Um no, I've been benching him. But I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one. I mean, here's the deal. I think Jalen also... Hurts had a good game, and it was a breakout, but it's fresh on the field. It's fresh meat. Oh, we yeah. always have to do good when it's fresh meat. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you do against Carla Murray. Are they playing they in start, Philly? We're, we're, they are. They're playing Philly. In, you know, they're playing in Arizona. Are they playing Arizona? Oh, I'm going Carla Murray and those guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Cardinals on that one. I'm going to roll with Philly. Okay. Just because I want everybody in the NFC West to go down right now. I'm excited for Jalen Hurts, too. I hope that works out for him. But, yeah, the Eagles aren't. I mean, Carson Wentz is going to start one of these days again. They've paid this man too much money. He's one of the most expensive I mean, players. Season, but I think they're, they're still Yeah, they're, they're talking about that. They're talking about even postseason they may, you know, start him again. If mm-hmm. he's better, you know what I mean? And the thing of it is, is if they make it <laughs> as far as they right. can, even though their division is trash, that East division is so trash. The fact that they'll go is crazy to me. <laughs> Jets at the Rams. I think that's an easy Rams pick. Yeah, Rams won that one. Them, but unfortunately, yeah. Um, speaking of the Jets, they're talking about Jer- uh, Trevor Lawrence possibly pulling a, a Eli Manning and trying to get a draft day trade. <laughs> I'm sure. Or if I was, even if I, it's hard to throw out this lottery ticket. And if I was Trevor Lawrence, I'd probably stay in school one more time. I'm like, look, I, I'm still in school. I don't want this pick again. But, you I know, mean, the Jets with their record, it's going to come back again. But you can't throw out the lottery ticket. I'm sure he yeah. is. I'd be fishing for it, too. Who wants to be a Jets? Sam Darnold? <laughs> He'll be there. I mean, I don't want to be. I wouldn't. I mean, like I said, it's a lottery ticket. They're going to go. Much. Somebody's going to gun for him on a trade when he gets drafted. It's just I hope they do. They, I Anything know they would. They have to. Like they got to. <laughs> Poor guy. They probably will pay the Jets more money. But like if you get rid of Trevor Lawrence, we will give up the X amount. We'll give you our next reject like for him, whatever you know. Um, the Chiefs at New Orleans, um, possibly with Breeze, maybe not. This could be a good game. With Taysom. Taysom Hill. The man that does it all. And no sign of um, Jarvis, uh, what's his name? Jameis Winston. No sign of him whatsoever. I don't know. I feel like they should have played him last Sunday when Taysom was struggling. I didn't have Jameis Winston as the third backup. He didn't even play him. Like, it's so sad. Probably because Taysom been there for like eight years, too. (laughs) Yeah, yes. I I mean, still so crazy. Um, we didn't pick. So who do you wait? Who I mean, it's, without knowing if Breeze was playing, I would pick Saints. But are they playing in New Orleans? Uh huh. That's your team, your second team. Yeah, that is. I'm gonna roll with the Saints. I'm gonna go with who that. See what it does. I'm gonna stick with them too. Uh, Browns at the Giants. You know I'm gonna stick with Ooh. the Browns. Ooh, that's gonna be good. 
Dan Jones, Golden Tate. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You want to go know. Giants and just go opposite of me? No. Let me see. I don't know. I don't know. We always talk so much crap about the Browns. Oh, I don't like, I talk crap about Baker Mayfield. I talk crap. Let's be clear. I don't talk mess about the Browns. I talk about Baker Mayfield, the one person on that team. I have no problem with the Brownies. I've always liked the Brownies, but I feel like I'm more of a fan than you are because you don't criticize this doggone quarterback that they got. I just don't see it with I'm him. I'm not saying I he's just great. Don't. I'm just saying that I don't I can't, think he's bad I can't as you think. I think he's got talent. And watching the game Sunday or a Monday. That was one game out of this whole season. That was his best game he's the ever Browns had. The Browns were like, what, nine and three? Like, it's not like they just had one good game. And looking at their schedule, you can see why they're nine and three too. No. That was very lucky. Of them in they still got to play the Steelers and the Ravens. Yeah, but. and that's when we're going to see when they show up against a real team. You got to understand their first five games, first five weeks was not the real team. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like they weren't those big competitors. Right, they're but just I'm saying, those those, I'm saying we only got two games left. It's not they got to play. Uh, They've had a good season. This is a good uh, season. Granted, season. they have, but I'm not giving it no credit to Baker. Mayfield. And that's fine. But to, I can still respect that I think he's doing good. I'm he not did saying good he's on great. Sunday night. I'm still not a fan of Baker's. Okay. We're just going to say it with that. Oh, I do like the Brownies. <laughs> I don't know, Mel. Let's go to the next one. I'll come back to that one. Last game, Monday Night Football. Okay. Pittsburgh against Cincinnati. 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 You are? Yeah. Why okay. not? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's demolished right now. Yeah, but Cincinnati, like, they're so I don't broken. Know. Both of them is a dumpster fire game. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go Steelers. with Pitt. I probably won't watch half the game. It's my next I want to go with the Steelers. Like I want to. I probably will pick the Steelers on my men's pickums, but okay. just for the sake of All right. game shocker, I'll go Cincinnati. Back and then the, the Browns and the Giants. Browns and Giants. I will go with the Browns. I'll give them one more chance because I gave okay. them a chance last week and they did not win. I don't care how great his performance is. He did not close and he did not win. So, okay. therefore, Baker right. Mayfield, I'm still not a fan of yours. I don't know why. I just don't <sighs> like him. All right. So we just want to uh, wrap up today's show. We, again, um, want to say thank you to Devante and Elise, um, the founders of Greater Youth Sports Association. Yes. If you just are tuning in or just caught the tail end, go back, rewind, watch, or listen to the entire interview. It'll get posted tonight on all social media. You can find us on Linktree slash Girl Chat Sports, where you can find us on every link, every social media channel. Um, make sure if you'd like to buy a beanie and purchase one and support that you give us um, an email at girlchatsports at gmail.com or hit us in the DMs and uh, place your order. We'll get those sent out as soon as possible. <gasps> oh my but God. I just okay. got an update on Dennis Ray, uh, Schroeder just has an ankle injury now in okay. preseason. Okay. We'll see and monitor that. The Lakers did beat the Suns, though, however, in the preseason game. It just ended. Um, but Dennis Schroeder has an ankle injury. So uh -oh. we will see if uh, what that means for the rest of this preseason before the 22nd. Okay. Well, there it is. Um, but again, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure thank that you guys, yes. please follow us. Please support I, us. Please yes. share. Please tell your friends about us. Do all the great things that you guys have been doing um, and tenfold even more. Um, thank you so much for everyone that's purchased a beanie. We love the support. Beanies are $15 holiday special. 
Um, hopefully we can sell out of them before we give the real price. Um, but yes. thank you, thank you, thank you. And I was support. even thinking maybe doing like I've been doing like a, some kind of contest. Um, you know, having people add to our group and maybe picking a winner to get a free beanie or something too. Hey, whatever works. We'll contest, get a little it. participation. I'm with it. We appreciate all our followers on yes. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Our subscribers or our numbers are getting greater, bigger in the subscribe list. So thank you guys. Please tell your friends to keep subscribing to us. Yes. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for tonight. We appreciate y'all. Thanks again to Nate and Hood Hobby 206. Make sure to check out his YouTube and find your um your items as well. We yes, appreciate Nate, our that was dope of you. Appreciate hey y'all, we'll be back here next Wednesday, same time, a little pre-Christmas uh get together here. So make sure you tune in, share, tell some people to tell some people, and we will catch you next week. <laughs> Bye.